from the start. But um, now I'm talking to my man Brian Kirsch, one of the co-hosts of the Schmear campaign, and yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> so I was looking at the Yankee schedule. They have seven games left. So CC is probably gonna have two relief appearances, one in Tampa and probably one in Texas. Yeah, he said that. Uh, he, he said that if he was gonna be coming out of the bullpen, that he was gonna want at least one or two. Two batters or two innings. Two. Well, he said just two appearances. All all appearances, yeah. Yeah. The re- the reason why I hate CC in the pen, it's gonna take him at least twenty minutes to get ready. So oh, I don't think so. You don't think? No, man. He's he's known. You know, that's like CC's thing. Like, yeah, you know, he can go out to the mound. Yeah, he can go out to the bullpen, throw like two or three pitches, and and just be like ready to go. Well, if that's the case, then he's great for the pen. But I have no problem with him starting if it's like one through nine. Because if you look at his last two starts, one through nine, he was perfect. He didn't shit the bed till he got into the second turn turn in the lineup. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting that the Yanks are going to go this way. I I, I really thought that if Cece was coming, um, you know, coming uh, if he was going to be on the postseason roster, I really thought that. They would be using in like that opener's role, but I guess you know my biggest concern is not how quickly he can get ready, but how quickly he can bounce back the next day. Yeah. You know, uh, I, here's the thing, though. Besides, you know, besides your top guys, like Ottavino came back tonight, bounced back strong. Um, you know, Chapman, Canley. Britain, those guys, um, besides those guys, who in the Yankees bullpen is, who's going to be a part of the bullpen in the playoffs? You, you probably got to bring CC. Okay, so that's one. I'd and, say, i say, besides the regulars, as Chapman, Britain, Ottavino, Canely, Green. Those, got, those guys, I think, Green, are booked. Green, right. You, Green. you got CC. I'm gonna count Sevy as part of the as part of the bullpen. He's probably gonna make a start, but he, nah, man, he's gonna be he he will be stretched out. To, yeah, know, he's making two more starts. And if he is if he's on, if he's really feeling good and he, and he's on on the Yanks are he'll be the Yankees Verlander. He may not be able to throw 120 pitches, but he'll go out there and be extra serviceable, more than serviceable for, you know, for four to five innings. And then, you know, you turn it over to Chad Green and, you know, and then down the line. Okay. I'm doing a paper count now. Green. So right there, that's five. So you figure 12 to 13 pitches. They're going to carry 13 pitches. There's no doubt about it. Tanaka, Pax, Sevi. I'm I'm going to include Hat. Hat's definitely coming. No doubt about it anymore. Include Hat. As soon as, as soon as her mom, you know, as soon as we figured that he wasn't coming back, I figured that J-Hat was a 100% 
on the roster. Alright, so right now I got 10. Chapman, Britton, Ottavino, Kaylee, Green, Tanaka, Paxson, Sevy, Happy, Cece. So, you can have between Heller or King or Sessa or Cortez. Well, I think that, I, I think the 100% on, out of those guys, I think Seth is going to be on the roster. Um, I, think I, probably, I think so, too. Yeah, he's probably earned it. And then, two, um, you know, I would love to see Mike King get into a few games and, you know, let's see what he's got. Because I have no, I have no faith in Nestor Cortez. Um, right. Ben Heller, I like Ben Heller. I think he could be, uh, he, he's a good option also. I'd, I'd use Heller, but like, righty on righty thing because he could throw 100 at the pen. Well, I think the Yanks will have that, you know, I, I think they'll have that flexibility. Alright, so King or Heller would be 12. And then Gary, Roll, let's say Edwin, DJ, Glaber, Gio, Didi, G, Guardy, Judge. So that's 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So, you probably figure Voight. And I guess Wade. I think Wade's going to be the guy, yeah. I'd, I'd have Wade or Estrada, but I guess probably Wade more. You're breaking up. Oh, as I said, I I will take Wade or Estrada, but it's probably going to be Wade. I don't I don't see the Yanks bringing Estrada. I think he's been too much of a you know he. I don't want to say non-factor necessarily, but um, I think Tyler Wade, the way that he's playing in the field, the way that you know tonight he hit a four hundred foot blast. I think he becomes a good option off the bench for the Yanks. I'll tell you who's not coming to the playoffs though, or who's not going to be on the roster, and that's Clint Frazier. Thank God. I hate that they're trying to make him into an outfielder. He is a DH. He is so annoying. It's weird, man. Like I, I the thing is, like to be a twenty-three or however old he is, twenty-four now. Yeah. So to be a twenty-four-year-old DH when you are not a Gary Sanchez or a John Carlos Stanton, like these guys, he needs to he needs to wow me offensively, and he just doesn't do it. You want to know who Clint Frazier reminds me of? That kid in high school who's mad cocky, gets all the women, has all the talented in the world, and just shits it away. Drinks himself to death, does not care about anything, and it just amazes me. He has all the potential. Like, he he, prob- he probably can be a 5 tool player, a 30-and-30 30, 30 30 guy, you know, but he just is so bad. Yeah, the, the defense is gonna the defense is gonna kill him, and you know, and I root for a guy like Tyler Wade because uh, you know everything I read about him, it's like he's the kind of guy he just puts his head down and gets to work. 
That's what I love. Put down, shut up. Yes, sir. How much more can I go? And Clint just thinks he's a Hall of Famer already. You are not yeah, a Hall of Famer, sir. Yeah, man. It annoys me. It really does. Um, one thing I'll say that I was thrilled about last night watching them clinch is that if there was any doubt who the Game 1 starter would be, that evaporated last night. Oh, absolutely. Masa, absolutely. You know, that guy's a, that guy's born to be a big game pitcher. There's nobody else I'd rather up there. And, you know, if the Yanks have to play the Twins in the first round, which I would say that as of right now, it's looking more and more likely yeah. that that's going to be the case. I, I like I like the Yankees' chances. The thing is, there's going to be a lot of home runs, and it's just about, it's going to come down to pitching. And I think the Yankees have, they certainly have the better bullpen, you know. Absolutely. Um, and and that's what that's what is going to help the Yanks are going to be able to mash with just about anybody. You know, my biggest question is how do you how do you fit in a guy like Gio Urshela who's been so pivotal, who gets on base, who you know who drives the ball. Start him at know. third. Start him at third. And, yeah, I know. But then I look at it as like I look at Voight as being the extra player. Like, Absolutely, a hundred percent. Uh, and it's nothing against Lloyd. Like, I like his personality and everything. His plate discipline just always, you know, since he's gotten here, has killed me. I know he hits a lot of home runs, but his plate discipline gets to me a little bit. But, um, but yeah, Gio Rochelle, to me, he's got to be the guy who's in that game one lineup because he's going to get on base and he's going to be the guy who's going to, you know, score after – you know, uh, DD, I don't know how the lineup will be constructed, but, you know, after DJ LeMahieu, you know, knocks in a, you know, a two-run, you know, you know, not a two-run, like a, a two-base RBI or something like that, and that's what you need. Luke Voigt, he'll hit home runs, he'll mash, but, you know, when you're facing a guy like Verlander or something like that, you need patience. You can't just go up there. And same thing goes for Didi. I know Didi, Didi is more aggressive, like that's just more his like approach at the plate. Yeah. But the, the Yanks just need to be patient, and Luke Lloyd doesn't really scream patience to me. Like he just, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the stats say otherwise. I don't know. It just that's how I see it when I watch the Yanks, which is you know ninety percent of nights. Here's here's my thing. Your best defense is Geo. DD, Glaber, DJ. You DH, yeah. Edwin, Stanton, Guardy, Judge. If if G has to DH, you play Edwin at first, DJ at third. Gio will come in about the fifth or sixth inning. In that game, you bat Ed, Edwin high so he can get his max at bats as possible. And yeah, because Voight. If, if it was me, even, and and I know this sounds a little crazy, I wouldn't even have Voight on the roster. Because you do not need three first basemen on the roster. I don't think that's going to happen. It, it's probably not. But I'm just saying if it was me. Because I'd rather have Wade plus Terrence Gore, who who would be a Dave Roberts off the bench. And that's, and that's why they signed him, and now he probably won't even make the roster. Yeah, no, you're, 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 it's interesting. I, I definitely, you know, let's just hope that Glaber's healthy and that, um, 
you know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. that these are these are good decisions to have to make, you know, when you have that overabundance of good players. And I'm I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. My only worry is that Boone is gonna go to the bullpen every chance he gets. And on a game like today, where you need everyone to click, if that happens against the Astros, that could lose the game. I don't think that's, I, I don't know if that's Boone anymore. I think Boone has kind of come into himself when it comes to, you know, letting guys, you know, ride it out. And he, I think he understands better than most now, you know, especially in terms of keeping guys fresh. You know, he can't be pitching out of, you know, listen, the built-in off days definitely help in the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. Yep. But, but, you know, Boone's uh, bullpen management for the most part for the year, I give him a solid, you know, B plus, A minus, you know, right on that border because I think he's done a great job. I, I like Boone a lot this year. He's done a good job. And I'm not one of those people who, like, uh, you know, I, I don't love the Boone manager persona, but I think he's done a great job this year. Oh, absolutely. And if it wasn't for the MLB, he should win manager, manager of the year. But it's yeah, probably going to be Rock, Rocco Baldelli. Yeah, and he probably deserves it too. But, um, but Boone, Boone, for sure, he's, he's the manager of the year in my mind. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, um, did you see the Brave celebration? I did not yet. Oh, it was so cool. They uh, got a waterfall. In the outfield, so so like six or seven players went into the into the waterfall. So who are the Braves gonna play in the first round? Uh, well, probably probably the the next division team. So probably one of the central players because right, because because Dodgers have right now the best record. So it's most likely gonna be the Brewers, I think. Yeah, man. I mean, the Brewers without Christian Yelich, it's pretty wild. And Lorenzo Cain got hurt last night. I'm not sure if he played today, but he got he got taken out of last night's game after a home run. Uh, you know, there's too many injuries. I don't like that, especially this time of year, man. Because like, I love competition. I don't want these teams to be... Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't want these teams to be hurt. Unless, you know, if Justin Verlander wanted to, like, you know, get an ingrown nail or something like that. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. Here's my hope. Kate Upton, if you're listening to this, give him the bat roughest sex you could give him before ALCS Game 1, and I will buy you a car. I will make a GoFundMe, and all of the fans will buy you a car. Here's the problem with that, though. Honestly, like, <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> I, I think that Justin Verlander is probably such a sick fuck that he probably would, you know, he'd come out and throw a perfect game in, you know, game seven or something like that on, like, two days rest. <laughs> yeah, do <dude. laughs> Probably. You know? <laughs> no, but, I, listen, I think, uh, I think the Yanks have... The Yanks have a tough road ahead of them. There's no doubt about it. And things have... Uh, I like what you said before. Like, things have to click. And I think it's all facets of the game. Like, all facets of the game have to click. But I'll tell you, I was thinking about this. I said this to my dad the other day. 
the fact that the Yankees don't have to play that stupid fucking wild card game. Is, oh, that's such a plus. Yeah, man, it, it's just a, it's a completely different feeling. I, I remember just sitting, sitting in my apartment last year, just so you know, nuts, so nuts. Dude, it's it, and it's it's not good for your health. Like, you know, I I, I know that ulcers, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, it's it's not even, to me, that game is not even fun because it's not baseball. Like, it, it's more like a football game where it's single elimination. Like, baseball is made to be played in series, you know, yeah. and I'm just so happy that the Yankos, you know, the Yanks are going to get a day off, you know, they're going to get their days off, they're going to hopefully be refreshed and ready to go, and I think the thing that I like about Boone, too, is I have no doubt in my mind, like, these guys are going to be ready to come back and play game one. That's why I think Boone is pushing for home field because they do got the four days off. If it wasn't that scenario, I think we would have seen Wade tonight, Clint tonight, Judge DH, and just a crap well, ass lineup. Well, they're getting, um, they're going to have home field in the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but but I mean throughout throughout the whole entire thing. Yeah, but like I said, I I, I think I mean I'm I'm looking at let's see what happened tonight. Uh, the a- the Astros won their two ahead now. Right. So I mean the, the Astros just the Astros are just good. They they've won six in a row. Um, they're getting hot, and that's a, I'm not saying I'm scared of them. Um. Or anything like that, but I, I just think that they are—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're behemoth. They are they're good a team, and and the Yanks are gonna have to. Yeah, you're talking about the Yanks possibly winning one of those or a few of those games, like two to one, three to two, just like you know nail biters all the way through, and and it could go either way. I, I'm. Yeah, if people want to be scared about Oakland, fine. You got to go through Oakland or you got to go through Minnesota. No, man, the Astros. And then if they get through the Astros and they have to face the Dodgers, that to me is almost like a walk in the park compared to the Astros. Compared to Astros, yes, absolutely. You know, no, I'm not taking anything right, 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 from the right, Dodgers. Right. I'm just right. saying that the Astros, to me, like, listen, I love the Yanks. They're my team. I think that they have as good a chance as anybody, truly. But they're, but the Astros are the best team in baseball. Oh, one hundred percent. And and they play like it. And and the Yanks are gonna have to. The Yanks are gonna have to play their best baseball. They can, they can, but they're gonna have to. So, put your GM hat here. What are you doing with Didi? What are you doing with Batances? And what do you, do you extend DJ or do you wait? Um, I probably. So here's the first thing I do. I sign Brett Gardner to like a two-year. Oh, I like, oh, I forgot about him. Good job. Yeah. Like two-year, fifteen million dollar contract. If he'll take that. Um, I guess if you have to go a little higher, but either way, you know, lock him up for two years. Even if he doesn't perform the second, ha- you know, the second right. year of the contract, it's a it's a net positive on the clubhouse. It's a no brainer for the Yankees to bring him back. Let him retire a Yankee. That's number one. Number two, Didi Gregorius. I honestly, I swear to God, 
if you would have asked me this, you know, six months ago, I would have been like, oh man, you got to give DD his money. I honestly, I swear, I don't know. I am, I'm torn. I, I agree. I, I don't know. Because when I look at DD, he is, like, he's a clubhouse guy. He's got the personality. But and his defense is is great. He makes plays. He, he keeps the Yankees in games with his defense. But I need solid production out of him. And I can't do the streakiness all the time, you know, and that scares me with him because it's like if you lock him up for the next, you know, seven years, like is he gonna is he gonna play above the mean? Is he gonna be an above average player? I don't know. Well, if I was gonna sign him, the max I go is five because he's gonna be thirty, so I don't think you can go past five. And right. dollar wise. It'd be like ninety through hundred. I can't go past a hundred million. Yeah, I mean, so, but then on the other hand, it's like he's I, I honestly, he's he's gonna want to milk it. I think for all he can. And and in today's major league baseball, that's just not that's not the way things are going right now. And I think the Yankees have. The Yankees have legitimate options on how they want to set up their infield next year. And if they want to go out and, you know, trade, I don't know, if you want to go out there and trade Gio Urshela and Miguel Andujar, you know, for top line, you know, for top line pitcher. Right. And, you want to sign Didi and LeMahieu, you resign, you extend him like, you know, three more years or something like that. You know, then your infield is set for the next three to five years, however long. And that works for me, you know, the, the Yanks and Luke Lloyd at first base, or, you know, you have a, you have a legitimate spring training battle with him and a guy like Mike Ford. All right. Well, let's say this, right? Say a team with a top young pitcher wants Gio and Andujar, right? Yeah. And now Didi sees that and he says, wow, I am more valuable now because now you need me. Would you give him an extra 20, an extra like 10 million a year just for that? Or, or, or would you wave off the trade? Here's the thing. I don't think that if I'm, if I'm Brian Cashman, your in-house guys, you're not letting them hit free agency if you want them. Right. Right? So, like, if if Edie Gregorius is a Yankee next year, he's not going to hit free agency. He's not going to touch free agency. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to lock him up right after the World Series if they want him. That's right. That's how I truly feel. Now, obviously, I can't, I don't know, maybe I can't speak for Didi, but I'm saying if the two sides want to get deals done, it's going to happen before they hit free agency. I, I, I think so, too. What about yeah, Batances? I, yeah, I, I signed Batances right now, tomorrow, to a one-year, $10 million contract. You say, get healthy, let's see what you got, one year, you know, and then we'll talk about a, a longer extension after we see that you're healthy and that you can reinvent yourself as not a guy. He's never going to throw 100 miles an hour again. 
But if he can hit 94, 95 with his movement, he can be a really good bullpen pitcher for years to come. I'd agree, but I'd hope for 97. I think 94 is pretty, pretty slow now. No, it is, but if you have the if you have right, the, the curveball, yeah. To, if you have the secondary pitchers to back it up, you know it, it's it really is true. He showed it. He showed it against the Blue Jays last week in his. You know that was fantastic, man. Eight pitches, two strikeouts, and that fucking hop. Why would he have the hop? Well, you know, I was listening. You listen to um, uh, you listen to Short Porch. I just started to, yeah. It's actually, what, what do you listen to, George's Box? Yeah. Yeah, see, like, to me, the short porch is just, like, they get, obviously, like, better, they have better interviews, and I just, I identify with the guys more yeah. so, I guess. Eric, and Eric Cubs, he's, he's a good guy. And, yeah, and, and Tommy's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so today, um, or yesterday, on their on their episode yesterday, we were talking about how um, I don't know there was like a video or something uh, of Dylan dancing at CC's. That memory. that's what they were saying, but I think it's a reach. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. It's a wash. This year's a wash for Dylan, but I don't think that. I don't know. I guess you see like what the minimum amount of money that he would take for a one year time because he's not getting a long term deal anywhere while he's hurt. So he's gonna have to take a one year deal somewhere. So if I'm Dylan, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm not gonna rehab anywhere else. I'm, I'm, you know, I want to stay in the Bronx. Like, let me show you what I got. And you know, if he can. If he can hit 94, 95 consistently with that nasty-ass, you know, I mean, he could be a good pitcher. Absolutely. But he's got to stay healthy, and that's always a big thing. I uh, saw a tweet from Lindsay Adler that she said he could be ready for spring training, and I think that's being very, very optimistic. I can't see him until at least June, if that. Well, I think it'll be the kind of thing where if the Yanks do sign him to a one-year deal, I don't think they're going to... Everybody else, I think, is, is locked up for... Everybody in the bullpen, except for Chapman, is locked up. Chapman's got his option. Um, and that's going to be an interesting... Well, if he wants to opt out, I say let him go, because then we have Britain as a closer. We have Adovino, we have Green, we have Kane. I don't know, man. That, to me, that... Maybe last year I would have agreed with you, but seeing the way the Red Sox just shut the bed this year, uh, I don't know about that. I don't like that mentality. Even if you take away Chapman, the Yankees still have a much better bullpen than what the Red Sox have. It's not even close. I know, but that's but but that's the Red Sox. The Yankees are the Yankees for a reason. I want the Yankees to show a little bit of teeth and show why they're not just a one and done team. They're a team that is going to come back next year. You know, if they win the World Series this year, they're a team that's going to come back next year even hungrier and go for a repeat. Not, you know, not, 
know, talk right, about, right, right, yeah. not talk about fucking trading your, your number one, one of the best players in baseball, not talk about trading him and firing your GM. It's crazy to me. And uh, the Rays walked off the Red Sox as single to left field. Yeah, so they're done, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Championship to not even make the playoffs. And they are under 500 at home. Do you know that? That's embarrassing. How how are you under 500 at your home ballpark? Yeah, yeah, Fenway. The Vaughn is Fenway. <laughs> and uh, the Marlins extended Don Manley today for a two-year contract. Yeah, I like no, that. No, no. And I like that. T, uh, TW is, you know, Mike Pellers. The right. two-year campaign, he is, he, he's pumped about it because his thing is he wants them to – he wants them to continue moving forward, and he thinks that you know, having a manager like Donnie stay in place, and you know, it's a good thing for these young guys. They also signed Miga Rojas. I'm not sure about the money, but it was two, three years. I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, listen, man, listen, good for them. I think, uh, I, I guess I'll always root for the Marlins, A, because I grew up in South Florida, and B, now because of Derek, but, um, and TW a little bit, but, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, I'm happy for Donnie. I love Donnie. Well, I knew deep down, I know Jeter didn't have the heart to cut him. He can't cut Don Manley. Listen, he might have to eventually. They don't oh, eventually, winning. yeah. But, no, but I agree. He he has to get a team though. He has he has a couple of good players right now, but he he got to get at least a few a few more. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, let's see what else happened. Right now, the Dodgers are losing four two. Uh, Twins won, I think. I'm not sure. Um, the Dodgers, we got to continue to watch, so that that's good if they lose. The Cubs, I know at one point, were losing their game, and that's important for the Mets if they have any hope. Do they? Well, at, at the start of the day, the Mets were three, so out of these last seven, I mean, it's it's hard, like, like the Mets, the Mets have to win, and the Cubs have to win. Tonight? Uh... I I could check him on movie dot com. I know Alonzo. Uh, yeah, he got fifty. Yeah, he got fifty. I think they did win, cause, but that but that's amazing too. He he probably breaks Judge by Sunday, and to me that's cool. You know, yeah, a great one, story. One yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yep, Cardinals won two to one. You know, Aaron Judge will be the first person to tell you that his goal was to win a World Series. Oh, absolutely. If 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 we gave Judge Truth Serum, I bet he says, I don't give a fuck about that rookie record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, those words exactly. <laughs> He'd be like, yo, listen, you can take that rookie record and I'll take the fucking ring guy. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I love about this team, man. Like, watching Glaber last night in the post-game interview, the first thing... The first thing he said was, um, you know, we won. Like, the guy just loves to win. I just, oh, man, I'm praying that he is, that he's healthy and that he's good. He's had this, they, they've had this problem with him in the past with his legs. Um, they're going to have to figure that out. 
Yeah, that that is a problem. And he has to, like we were talking about on the many attempts, he has to adjust to the strike zone because they're going to call that strike. I know he's six foot eight, but they're going to call that outside call. So he has to move a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Again, you got to figure it out. You got to adjust, and that's baseball. But that's what I love about baseball. Baseball is great. You know, it's not like football, where football, I feel like the rules need to be spelled out exactly like what they are, what the meaning is. Like baseball, like, I like that the human factor of, a, of an umpire in baseball can affect a game every now and then. You know, like, the, the close plays make baseball exciting. That's what makes baseball exciting. Close plays, good baseball, and I'm pumped for the playoffs. I'm really, really excited to just... I think they, uh, I think they open up regardless of what seed they are. I think they open up October fourth. Yeah, National League is is October first. AOL card is October second. Day off and Astros, I believe, will play the fourth, and Yankees, I believe, will will start the fifth. No, I think they. All, I think the American League has to stay on the same schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they'll both open on the 4th. Just one of them will have the earlier game, and one of them will have oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, the NOL card, Nationals have a game lead over the Brewers. Cubs are two back, Mets are three and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be nearly impossible for the Mets. Because they're going to Met. And A's have a one and a half over the Rays, and Rays and Indians are tied. I don't know who I, I I don't know who I would want in that in that second wild card spot. I'd just for the story, give it to the Indians and let Cookie throw. Let Cookie throw it, Jim. I don't know, man. I just the devil you know sometimes is better than the devil you don't. And not saying the Yanks don't know the Indians, they do, but the Yanks can eat the Rays. Oh, oh, of course. You know? But also, the past three years, the Indians are playoff chokers. That's true. They cannot find themselves out of a paper bag in the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. But I am very, very excited. And, uh, football this week, Patriots-Jets. Fucking Antonio Brown has the perfect situation, and he can't stop making a fucking idiot. Idiot out of himself. Well, you know the text messages what did him in. Oh, absolutely. Do uh, do are uh, you watching Michael K show? Um, I tape it and then like sometimes I fall asleep to it, depending on what I hear what he talked about during the day. Yeah, me too. Um, they were saying that Drew Rosenhaus is not doing him any good. That if he was really caring about Brown, he'd try to get him some help. Yeah, clearly. I mean, you know, I, I know that we're going to talk about this extensively um, on Sunday show on the Schmier campaign because this guy is—he's not well, obviously, and MLB needs to needs to step in. Absolutely needs. Oh, not in. MLB. Sorry, NFL. I got baseball on my mind. I'm all about baseball right now. I know that you are. Listen, I know the Pats are still 
I am very I, versatile. I know. I'm just like I. I'm a Jets fan, so right now I. Yeah, I hear you. On, I hear you. You know, I'm focused on the Yanks. I like that. I did that. You know, and I think I'm going to the game on Sunday, so I probably won't even be able to watch the Jets. Uh, Jets Pats game. Well, I I don't think it's gonna be very close, so I don't think you're gonna miss very very much. Yeah, you're probably no, you're probably you're probably right. But that line though, twenty one. Yeah, no, and and it can the Jets are the Jets are real like I don't usually make excuses for the Jets, but they are really hurting right now. Yeah. They really are. They're hurting. Like, you know, besides Darnold being hurt, you have, you know, their play caller on defense. You have um, their $72 million cornerback who basically got a DNP from Gase on Sunday. And, um, you know, I, I never usually look forward to Jets Pats games very much just because I usually know the outcome, even if the Jets play the Pats well. This year, I literally, or for this game at least, I literally have no expectations because, or not that I have no expectations, like I'm expecting them to lose because I just know who the Jets are at this given moment. Did you hey, see? Should I, should I? Should I try to? Tall is calling me right now. Should I three-way him in? Oh, absolutely. Hold on a second. You're currently on on a podcast recording. Oh, my bad. You need to talk? What's up, buddy? Yo, NY Pat. What's going on, man? What's up, bro? Yo, sorry about Antonio Brown. Yeah, it's all right. He messed up a good situation. It's his fault. Any time. Dude, yo, you have no idea how much we appreciate you pumping us out. You pump us, you pump it, Brian will tell you, you pump our shit out more than our own boys. So we appreciate it. Really? Oh, yeah. You, we really do. We're serious, man. Easily, easily. easily. 110%. I talk about you to so many fucking people. <laughs> well, we definitely got to hang one of these days. Absolutely. All right. Hey, congrats again on the Yankees. Yes, right, sir. Give me a shot later. Okay. Bye. I'm on my work phone tonight. Just heads up. Got it. Bye. All right. Yeah, he's off. So, are you guys college friends or like lifelong high school, junior high school friends? Fraternity brothers. Yeah, met in college and. Um, yeah, he's, uh, like, we don't even look at it like, fraternity, like, he just, we're family, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. him, and we have a, uh, we have, like, a texting group, we call it the Fatwa Boys, <laughs> uh, based, based on the Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, I dig episode. that, I dig that, and, that's funny. And we're just, you know, it's, it's a good crew, and, you know, one of our, one of our friends got married last week, and... Oh, 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 from a Rhode Island, right? 
Yeah, uh, he actually lives in the city, or they live in the city, but I guess they like vacationed in Rhode Island, so they just, that's where they got married, but um, he, you know, now now I'm coming up and it's just been, uh, it's been nice getting to see people, because being up in New York, like all my friends are pretty much down south, so it's been nice seeing them, and then Paul and I, We'll definitely record live for my wedding, and we'll get a good episode out there. But hopefully by then, the Yanks will be World Series champs. So when you were at that wedding, did you scout to see what you might like for yours? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's hard because it was like a, it was much different. Um, Venue you know, setting, yeah, a venue setting than, than ours is going to be, but you know, I think it's especially now, like we're coming up, like you know, we got a we got an email from the band leader today. We got to meet him in early October. Then we got to finalize everything with the venue. And it's just like the things start to, you know, not only add up, but just. Um, Are you uh, doing the man thing? Are you doing the man thing and let her take the role, or are you participating? You know, I, I participate in the things that she wants me to participate in, but she, her, and her mother driving, are definitely driving the, <laughs> driving the car. That's probably the smartest way to go. Yeah, man. I uh, <laughs> listen. We we have uh, she she she's good at it, and and it's going to be beautiful, and I'm excited. And I'm happy, I'm pumped that it's not in October because then we would have an issue possibly. Oh, imagine your wedding on like game seven of the ALCS. I told I, I told Sir Pans when we were you know, when we were sitting there uh talking about dates, I said like listen, if we do late October, like you guys just have to understand, like if it's a Yankees, you know, clinching game, we're gonna have to roll TVs in. <laughs> and they were like, well, I guess November will have to do, you know. And then everybody hates that because it's college football season, and you, know, you can't win Thanksgiving man, all year. Uh, where's your uh, honeymoon destination at? We're going to Jamaica. Ah, Jamaica, man. Kickback. Yeah, yeah pumped, pumped. <laughs> nice. A, yeah. a week? A couple days? Um, yeah, it'll be, um, I think it's, uh, six days, seven, or seven nights, six days, something like, whatever that is. That's cool. How that works out. Yeah, That's man. That's cool. Jamaica's lit. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. It's, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's right around the corner at this point, so we're excited. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. man. Yeah, and where are you at? You're, um... I'm in Jersey City. You're in, are you in Manhattan? No, Astoria. Astoria, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you grew up out there? Yeah, Ray, Ray's born here all my life. The first, okay. the first two years, I was in Rockaway, Rockaway okay. Beach, but uh, yeah, Astoria for for the majority of my life, huh? Okay, so how do you avoid uh, you know, Mets fandom? Uh. It's actually funny, my stepdad's a big Met fan, but growing up, it was just my grandpa was like, listen, you, you're you not taking my grandson with you, so 
that said stay away. <laughs> and at the time, like my mom, my mom and him were just starting, so he just said, "Okay, you got it." <laughs> and and I gotta know, and I'll ask you again when we get you on the Schmear campaign for. You know, hopefully we'll get cross listeners on both of these. But you know, how how did you become a Pats fan? All right, so I'm 11 years old, and I never watched a football game in my life, never, just baseball. So my my mom decides to have a football party. Um, and I know nothing about the game, so I'm talking to my uncle. He's telling me about both teams, and I just say, as an 11 year old kid. Whoever wins this game, I'm going to be a fan of. God damn it. So I guess God just loves me. And I've seen I've seen 11 total championships in my life. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's absurd, man. I can't stand it. I really can't. It, it kills me so much. It's It has to be the best dynasty in all sports. Um, so long. Like the only thing I think that can that that can compete is probably the Spurs. No, I mean no. I mean the the ninety seven the ninety six through two thousand one Yanks are. I mean. Well, that's consecutive. So yeah, that probably beats that. I'm telling you, that team that I'm a I'm a Yankee I'm a Yankee homer through and through. But I, I think that one, baseball is a grueling, grueling sport, man. And Excellent. the Red Sox, the Red Sox proved that this year how grueling it is. That is very true. On uh, yeah. Twitter, did you see the top five NFL players of, of Super Bowl? No. no. Five is Butler against the Seahawks. Four is the is the Music City Miracle. Three is Tyree. Uh, two is the catch, and one is the immaculate reception. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that one, yeah. Listen, it's a good... I, I have nothing to say. I'm, I'm, football has broken my... The Jets have broken my heart so many times. Like, when you come on the Schmear campaign and you... And we could talk about football, and you and Saul will have a field day because... The, the Dolphins having completely ruined his soul yet. The Jets have ruined my soul. So if That's you're why I need a Yankees win so bad. So when it's like November, December, what are you what are you watching? Oh, I'm watching the Jets. You just don't care. I just no, I'm it's not that I don't care, but that's the problem. I do care. You know, it's 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 so crushing. I can't stop. I will say that the last couple of years, it's been a lot easier to, you know, tune out my fiance. You know, I, I, I've, um, she's been lucky enough to have really bad Jets teams. You know, back when we first started dating, uh, you know, we were, the Jets weren't terrible. It was the end of the Rex Ryan era. But, oh. you know, I I was going to, I was watching every single Jets game, going to, you know, a bar with a, with a group of guys that I met, and I was, I was in, I, I just, you know, I shed tears over the Jets, but it is, over the last 
couple of years, it's become so exhausting that when I watch them now, it's like I just expect that they're going to lose. And then anything else that happens, I'm, you know, if they win, great. So how did you pop the question? scavenger hunt but basically like a trail for her to follow um there were like pictures stuffed in envelopes and each picture had like um kind of like a, a memory written out like corresponding to the picture oh that's nice and the trail led to me and it was right it was basically i don't know like 20 blocks north of the queensville bridge okay that's yeah, cool right along the river so um yeah it was uh, it was really nice and, and we've been together a pretty long time we're gonna be going on um let's see we're gonna be going on six years yeah did you have any doubt that she'd say no no, no <laughs> not after not after that long at that point we'd all already been living together for you know, two and a half, three years. So we, we we've known for a long time, and it's just you know I wanted things to be right in life, and you know it was just a formality, pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much. I like and that. Now we're just uh, now we're gonna you know, just change her last name and make it official. She's taking yours, or she's hyphenating. Oh, she's taking mine. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, man. I mean, you you listen to the you listen to the Schmear campaign. I I don't I would not stand for that. No, I know. I'm just saying these the it's 2019 now. A lot of independent oh, women out there, you know. I know but, you know, we need a little bit of traditional, you know, traditionality in uh, I our lives. I 1,000 percent agree. I I think this world is too too nice. Sometimes it just has to be how it has. I agree. Uh, what's what's your top three like moments of this Yankee season? Man, that's so hard. Um, this this season has been this season's been awesome. I would say the number one moment has to be. It has to be the savage moment, just because. Oh, that was great. Just because it really it changed something in the team. You know, they were playing well, but then after that, it just. I think the guys bought into Boone after that. Like the guys saw that Boone was willing to go to war for them. I think that changed things dramatically. Um, I think that put the Yanks on a really, really good trajectory. Oh, absolutely. Um, and speaking of the Savages, I was so shocked that Gardy did not bang the dugout tonight. I really thought he was going to do it. I, yeah, you know, I, I think he's... Uh, I think he knows I better. Think, I think, A, he knows better, and I think, B, he said it kind of last night, kind of alluding to Tommy Canley sliding across the floor. Oh, yeah. On the, you know, he said, like, you know, I know better. Do you think that had anything to do with him giving up that home run tonight? Uh, no. No, I think, I, 
unfortunately, I think these guys are probably hungover. Hungover, and you know, just uh, I'm sure Tommy Canley went hard, and that's fine. I have no problem with it. Regardless, you know, one of, tonight was like one of those games where like. You know, you almost take the loss. You know, you don't want to see it, but they kept themselves in the game. They played a decent game. Um, Clint Frazier sucks at defense, but, um, you know, that is what it is. And so, let's see, my second favorite moment. um, I'm trying to think, like, particular players. Um... Mine is probably the Hicks catch. The Hicks catch was pretty awesome, but like defense doesn't get me wet. No, you know, like it doesn't. I mean, it does. Like you know, watching watching somebody like Aaron Hicks, who's you know he is he's fast and and when he gets a read on a ball and a jump on a ball, he's he can make plays with the best of them, but. I'm a home run. I'm a power hitting fan. I love watching home runs. So, so you like the walk off then? I like the walk off or just like the big, you know, the big home run that kind of gets people going. Like, you know. So I like when Aaron, Aaron Ju- like like when Aaron Judge tied the game, like maybe like two or three weeks ago. You like that? Yeah, I like that. And then I, I would also say like. As much as I love Aaron Judge, and I do, he's awesome. He's, you know, I hope, he, I hope he's a Yankee for life or you know, however they figure out how they're going to, you know, when he becomes a free agent down the line. I know we still have some years for that. But, you know, when I see, when I see Blake Torres and Gary Sanchez hit home runs, yeah, you know, it's just, there's something about it. It's just, it's different. It's different to me. Like Glaber Torres is Glaber Torres is a superstar and if I were the Yankees I would sign him to like a fifteen year contract tomorrow. Absolutely. And I just saw this on MLB Network. So Yankee Twitter Michael Crazy. Julia Morales. Astros have decided not to wait around for the conclusion of the Rangers A's game. If A's lose, they'll celebrate after tomorrow's game. So I so I don't think that is a shot against the Yankees, but Yankee Twitter will just lose their shit tonight. Yeah, and, and you know what? If they do, that is that's out of my concern because you know what? I, I think give it to a bunch of guys who are listening to hang out, watch the game. If something were to happen, then you know what? I think I think they will prepare it either way. And then and then Britain said like when they. You know, when um, when the Rays ended up taking the lead or, or it looked like they were going to come back, he said, like, you know, they were ready. They they were – I have no problem with that. And the Astros are a different team than the Yankees right now. They, they've won a World Series in the last, you know, two years. years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I love home runs, and I love – I pretty much love everything that has to do with DJ LeMahieu. You know, he's been, he's, he's the MVP, man. He's been the most valuable player. Knock on wood, he stayed healthy. And, um, and and Brett Gardner, man, I I love, 
the other rallying cry, you know, the you know, let Brett bang, that's a, that's a classic Yanks rallying cry. I love it. I uh, saw a tweet from Kate from KT Sharp. She's excellent. DJ LeMay, who 393 and 70 RBIs in running in, in scoring position. He has 97 RBIs. So at yeah. least, well, like 80, 85% of a season in running in scoring position. That's insane. He's, it's ridiculous. He's, the Yankee, it is safe to say that the Yankees would not be where they are without him. Absolutely. And the one thing I hate when I say that, people get in their feelings. It's never just one player. And I'm like, you're fooling yourself. If if you think the Yankees would be where they are without DJ Mayhu, you are fooling yourself. It's not the same. That's why they got DJ. Because last year, no DJ. And what happened? Their running into scoring position was like shit. Yeah, man, and he he exemplified the next man up. He stayed healthy. He's been the driving factor of this team, and I I love him. And I hope the Yanks sign him to an extension, like I said earlier. For Glaber, he's he's twenty two, right? So if you were to go right now, you could go ten years easy. But I'm not sure the Yankees. Knowing the Yankees, they probably won't do it to like. 23, 24. That's alright. And point is, is that he'll probably be in the Yankees for life. <laughs> but Gary, that's where I'm concerned. I'm not sure what kind of ex- extension I give him. I don't know, man. We gotta figure it out, Mike. But let, let's go out and win the World Series this year. And then oh, we absolutely. Start, you know, figuring out these contracts. And, you know, but in the meantime, I'm just pumped for the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. I uh, I think in the playoffs, we should do a recording daily. What do you think about that? I cannot commit to that. Right, right, right. I can't, man. I'm sorry. I just don't want to leave you hanging. I can't commit to that. Okay. You know, I, um, I would love to. It just depends on, like, time and everything. Like, I'm a pretty regimented person. Right. And, um... You know, I got a, I got a wedding coming up. That's true, that's true. You know, but I I promise you we will definitely record again. We want to get you on the Schmear campaign. We've been talking about that. And um, and that'll happen definitely, definitely 100% during baseball playoffs. Cool, cool. Um, or at least, you know, maybe even leading up to it, we'll talk about doing it maybe next week. Um you know, heading into the playoffs again, or during, you know, we want to... Whenever, man, whenever you want to record, just, just message me, and yeah. give me a call, um, if you want to put your Twitter at, and the Schmear at, drop it down. Will do, man, and, um, you know, I appreciate you having me on, and I'm glad that you got something started as well, and I... You know, Paul and I, we've been talking about the fact that podcasts got to support podcasts. So, um, you know, we appreciate this friendship that we're building. And uh, we got to get together and, and let's go Yanks. 100%, man. All right, I'm glad we did this and uh, yeah, let's do it again soon. Yes, sir. Take care, man. All right, man. You too.